welcome <laughs> to the money jam <laughs> welcome, welcome 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 everybody hey it's i'm sorry i can't i can't clap anymore because i got the the noise cancellation so the clapping won't work oh okay um, i see you i see you i'm sorry about that i'm sorry about <laughs> that but thank you brandon for having me here um how you been man i'm doing good i'm doing good how about you how about you it was a good run today uh, without spoiling it was it was something today the markets were crazy but we we caught a good bounce back um in apple spoil it to them bro bro such a good day i'm telling you right now such a good day um but crazy wild markets honestly too much volatility man i i don't know how investors i know i know sam tells us like oh this is where traders are gonna make money but oh my god sam how can you make money in this in these markets it's crazy man it's crazy it's crazy it is and um you know i guess a, a more better re rephrasement would be this is where the good traders make money you know the big boys oh yeah you know big boys. it's tough because we've been victims of it but mm -hmm. volatile markets like these are not for everyone not everyone has the stomach to handle it no so stay safe out there investors especially new investors especially especially aspiring and and, and new traders or beginning stay safe um mm -hmm. what you I, got for us today well i just want to say yeah today was a good trade with apple today was a good day good catch um and now nah, today you just said I wanted, <laughs> today <laughs> i quickly wanted to come and join you guys and talk about <sighs> talk about um Earnings. It's earnings season right now with the markets. Last week and this week, Big Tech has reported their quarterly results for quarter fiscal. Some are fiscal year one, I, I believe, or you know quarter one, mm -hmm. or some mm -hmm. are quarter four, which ends in December. So a lot of big companies. Some names are Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook. I think it was it was a tech week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, very popular week, very I remember, volatile week. Right? I remember last year. Sorry <laughs> to interrupt you. I remember last year. I think it was um, this same month, this same earnings. I got wiped out. Yeah. Um, two two thousand five hundred down the drain. I remember I was doing Apple earnings, and that was like, how do you? Mm -hmm. What was this called? Um, in Game of Thrones, man, like the Red Wedding, sort of. Thing. Oh, <laughs> the Red Wedding! Oh my God, that was the, crazy. But like, it, it felt just like that, bro. Yeah. Um, it was right. We were <laughs> mass murder. <laughs> yeah, we were very much less experienced back then, and we got caught up with the fact that obviously Apple, given their their good sales and new iphone came out a lot of expectations were that the iphone was gonna you know i would say surpass the previous iphone sales so that was for me a bullish sign right there were a lot of bullish indicators that they were gonna report good earnings and this is something we'll go deep more deep later Right, earnings mm -hmm, having good mm -hmm. earnings doesn't mean that the stock will actually go up, right? But it will most likely do so at or to at least to a certain extent before pulling back down, right? Yeah, most likely. So yeah, um, I remember I was in a Discord um, by that month. Uh, people were like, "Yo, is the market dipping right now?" And I thought it was the only one. I was like, wow, my trade just went south. All of a sudden, <laughs> the whole NASDAQ is falling like 0.5% or more. 
and we're like, oh my god, like what's going on? And everybody's going crazy in this. They're like, I know they're like, what's going on? I think after that, Nasdaq corrected about eleven percent, right? The following week and days, I remember that Nasdaq corrected eleven percent. But I do remember Apple was at about. I just you know, remember losing my money. Twenty range, right? And 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 yeah, and um, you know, obviously, given as I said, those bullish expectations on on reporting, I went ahead and I really wanted, you know, I've heard before, don't trade on earnings, but I saw with my own eyes how people, I guess you could say they got lucky, but how people would, you know, play play. How you you know you know how they say play the earnings right they they play mm-hmm. the earnings report and some of these earnings for example Apple occur after the market closes so if you're doing options trading then you you won't have the ability to sell the contract after the market opens the next day right so in this case if for example here like Google if the stock went up right and you had some of out of the money calls that would be filled here um, you would have to wait until tomorrow and hope that the price stays here or has gone a little bit further up so you could get that insane profit mm-hmm. right and it has happened but as you can see here in this case if this were the situation you would already wake up with the fact that and this is obviously very this is already previous day but still as you can see you would have had to wake up and quickly sell before the fact that it already dropped in value right so Mm -hmm. what i'm trying to say is that i went ahead and took the risk because i was feeling confident about the fact that they were going to be earnings and something like this would happen and what actually turned out to happen was that yeah they beat earnings but it wasn't this was kind of odd but it wasn't as much as they expected they would beat it by it, it like earnings like this this sort of decline happens when earnings are like we expect you to report one dollar eps and you report 50 cent eps for example but mm-hmm. what happened was they reported good earnings and then it turns out that you know further they do um what's this called forecasting guidelines or further guidelines where they basically are saying for next quarter we're expecting this might happen and you know basically they were saying that given some of the situations with covid they basically said there was potential to do more right so there was Mm -hmm. a lot of like i don't know i don't know what it was but that and how the market went just in general really just destroyed my portfolio too i remember you know i remember i i we were in a chat back then, right? Uh, plowed, when yeah, we started, plowed. and I remember I was like, "Look, mm-hmm. I had to take some time off and just dedicate myself to really just studying the markets more and and um, learning. I still need to learn more. I I didn't want to just take those risky trades like that, right? And and obviously, I've learned a lot from that situation. Uh, mm-hmm. as it has it happens is it, it has not happened again since. So let's try and keep it that way, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank the Lord. But anyways, now that you bring that up, I wanted to talk to you guys about, right, earnings season, earnings report. What is it that goes on and why Why do you, when, these, when the earnings season comes up, why do you see a lot of, of talk about, you know, it's earnings season, uh, Google reported, you know, and you see all these numbers going up and you see this type of activity going on where you're like, this, these are parabolic moves here you know let's talk about it right at the end let's talk about it so in general earnings season is categorized as a as week or weeks where in the markets at least a lot the majority of big companies are reporting right at the same time and given that you know, these are, I would say, mass market movers in the sense that these are mostly mega, I mean, not mostly, but the mega cap companies are involved. You know, Apple, um, Google, Microsoft, all these trillion market cap companies are reporting throughout this season. So there's a lot of flow, right, of, 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 of money flowing around right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 
um earnings season right is is that period of time which obviously occurs each quarter so we have basically four earnings seasons in the year maybe three if if right if you maybe count this earnings season as you know 2022 but still point is that we go through this each quarter uh, each quarter and we why are we so like called to this why are we so I wouldn't say focused, but alarmed about the numbers that's going on here. What is it that they're reporting? Well, let's say that for traders, maybe these numbers don't necessarily are aren't necessarily beneficial, as I explained earlier, with the uncertainty of actually having the potential to cash out on this particular um, jump. In this occasion, obviously, you could have if you got out in this area, but. Yeah. There have been instances where is not is not that right. Let me let me for example look the most recent victim, PayPal. Right. Wow. Look at this. Mm -hmm. Look at this. This stock died today. This stock died today. Fell twenty four point six percent, basically. Mm -hmm. um, right and. This is what I mean. That was crazy. This is that what was I crazy. Mean. When you fell expectations, right? And you don't actually ever know, right? This is what happens. As you can see here, PayPal reported earnings per share, and we're going to go into that right now, um, of $1.11. And the consensus, consensus estimate was $1.12. So they lost it by just one cent which is definitely not that bad. And the revenue they reported was over the estimate by 20 million, which is 0.3% over. So it's also not that much as maybe as good as it could have been, right? So based on these numbers, why would, you know, obviously we're going to go into detail now, but just... You look at this, right? You see an article about reports. You haven't been following PayPal. You just read an article about their earnings report, and you see they just missed the earnings by one cent. Obviously, um, accumulate that through, um, how do you say this? You know, the outstanding shares, but still, just a mini school, uh, miss of basically one percent and a point three percent over revenue. Right. What happened? Well, it turns out that Man, <laughs> that I, I was asking know, you. I'm not asking you really. What I'm saying is that <laughs> what happened is, I, as I was reading, it turns out that in their reporting, they said that their guidance for next quarter is that they're losing users, right, Ooh. or activity. So wow. that causes potential loss already in revenue later obviously they they charge per transaction so what i'm trying to say is here is you see what just happened there right the numbers here may lead you to a thing but it turns out that the there's a fundamental problem in the back that causes this event and that fundamental um factor is discussed within these reportings you understand what i'm saying so that's why even though these numbers may not actually determine why is it that the stock is going up or down the fundamentals discussed within those reports might tell us what is it right actually mm -hmm. as you can see users declining obviously is a bad thing for the future of the application so they need to look into how to innovate how we're going to attract those users or how we're going to keep those users from leaving. So they could work on it, right? But that's the thing. That's that's the thing of, of following these earnings over and over and over. So now that we have this issue, how do we how are we going to present the progress on next quarter, right? How how are we going to work from this and perform better next quarter? So that's why Wall Street and a lot of I would say specifically long-term investors keep an eye out for these reports, right? 
long-term investors want to know if their long-term holding is producing results so it could potentially it could have the potential to continue increasing in value right if you're not producing good results you cannot expect to continue increasing in value whether it's being overvalued or undervalued at the moment there's obviously potential to keep continue increasing right so that's why earning season has has so much eyes on it right and just yeah talk to me talk to me talk to me <laughs> no i was just gonna say just out of curiosity you know i just had a thought um can you buy um cryptocurrencies and like paypal mm -hmm. what what if i mean did they i didn't read the article so i'm sorry um were they like specific like where did they lose the users like it, what if it's like crypto based on crypto on, related you know, the issue yeah yeah what is uh, what if i would it's have to related? i would have to i would have to figure that out um yeah uh that would be interesting to find out um i actually it was ready i, I mean, mean it could it be, could be. It, it would be ironic i was just reading about how paypal is considering making a native cryptocurrency like paypal coin they're, they're trying to call it um oh my god so in a sense it would be ironic that their crypto users or you know the issue of, of users leaving etc would be from the crypto side and they actually moving into crypto now so i don't know um that that's something interesting to look you know to look into so that's a good point that's mm -hmm. a good point what i was gonna say is right we already discussed why um why does this get so much attention right and the fact that these are big companies you know we're talking about google let's talk about google for example google reported these numbers look at the surprise here 10 percent in eps right the estimate was twenty seven dollars it as was it was up three dollars it went to thirty dollars earnings per share revenues over the estimate by three billion to seventy five billion so those are great numbers right they also announced that the board approved a twenty for one stock split so obviously that does not mean anything and we were discussing this um you know, it's different from shares being diluted. It's different from the fact that, um, uh, you know, the company buying back shares is different from the fact of the company selling more shares or whatever it may be. What the, you know, essentially what we're doing is the slice of pie that's already been served, we're slicing it a bit thinner so you can sell it more easily to 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 your brother who wants a plate right so essentially valuations should technically be the same what what's going to happen is you know going forward each share would be worth only five percent of what a share currently now is so keeping that in mind we may see an increasing in uh, like buying pressure maybe not now I would see it like how it happened with Tesla when the stock split happened. Tesla was about almost $2,000 when the stock split happened. Um, it went back down to almost 400 right? So a, a rush of new buyers came in that obviously buying volume increases the price at least period in the short term. So I, I see that happening with Google. Right? I see a lot of people coming in and and increasing this price at least temporarily and that may mean it is temporarily overvalued the company but it's what the market does right you know it's mr market it does he does what he wants so what i'm trying to say here is that what what are these numbers right why 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 is this good what does it mean what is eps what is revenue to, to those who don't know we, that's what what we came here to to explain as well because you're gonna start seeing this a lot going forward and we we want to make sure that when we keep doing these episodes you you understand where we're going and you know 
you you have a clear mind. Am I right, Adil? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, of so I'm, I'm I'm I haven't commented about um, Google because if I start, you know, sorry about that. If I if I start, let's hear let's hear what Adil <laughs> has to say. No, 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 I can't. Well, I mean, I can't speak about it because the stock split. I, I don't know. I um, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. You know, you know, <laughs> we, we spoke about this in the morning. I I don't like that. Um, but I'll have to look a little bit, you know, more in depth about like stock splits if they they're actually helpful or. Um, I mean, for me, I don't see it helpful, but still, um, let's just leave it at that, okay? Keep keep <laughs> on. <continue. laughs> okay, let, so, let me get more info. I'll bring it for next episode. <laughs> Yo, mi gente, you already know how I take it. So, eh, nah, mira, para pa mi borigo, para mi latino, lo que les queremos decir es que earnings season, esta temporada, como ya saben, um, estas compañías grandes reportan los resultados de lo que han generado en, lo, en ese em, no, quarter, ¿verdad? o así quarter, se me va a decir en español, quarter. You know, so, eh, en esencia, la gente le presta mucha atención. Y yo digo la gente, what I mean, lo que me refiero es Wall Street, ¿verdad? estas firmas grandes que tú ves que reportan y, 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 y están pendientes y hacen estimates y todo eso. Estas firmas están pendientes a eso. Porque aparte de que dan esos números como resultado de lo que ocurrió en los pasados tres meses, ellos dan guías de lo que están trabajando y cómo eso, si eran resultados malos, van a mejorar o si eran resultados buenos, aún así pueden mejorar, ¿verdad? O el potencial que tiene para el futuro, etcétera Todo se discute en esos resultados. So, el beneficio realmente lo ven los inversionistas de largo plazo que están pendientes a que sus inversiones eh, estén produciendo los resultados necesarios para que puedan continuar o tengan el potencial de continuar creciendo a lo largo ¿verdad? de lo que lo estén aguantando. So, hay mucho ojo detrás de eso y hay mucho dinero fluyendo en, en como le dicen este earnings season, esta temporada, porque son las de las compañías más grandes en los mercados están reportando ahora mismo, o sea, en este tiempo, como por ejemplo también Microsoft reportó buenos números también. Um, Earnings per share de 2.48, expected de 2.32. Revenue de 50, basically 52 billones, expected 51. So, good numbers, ¿me entiendes? Y, y, y el hecho de que esto es un, un almost 2 trillion, I mean, it's 2.3 trillion market cap company, pues, obviously, there's a lot of money going in and going out in, in the markets right now en, en ciertos sectores. So, Básicamente queremos enseñarle qué son esos earnings, qué es el EPS, eh, por, you know, qué son esos números para que entiendan y, y qué es el revenue. A lo mejor ya esto lo saben, sabemos que hay gente que, que, que no, so queremos encargarnos de cubrirlo para que going forward podamos continuar durante todo este proceso y todo el mundo tenga la mente clara. So, aquí yo tengo investopedia.com, un source que se los recomiendo a todos. Pueden con, encontrar información de finanzas, basically gratis, um, y, y kickstart your financial literacy, y comenzar a aprender de estos términos financieros. Mm -hmm. So, según lo que está diciendo esto aquí, el earnings per share is calculated as a company's profits divided by outstanding shares of common stock. The resulting number serves as an indicator of a company's profitability. Profitability, mi gente. Hasta aquí lo que estamos diciendo es que en esencia esto se calcula cogiendo lo que la compañía hizo en ganancia. So, en el caso de lo que haya reportado ahora mismo Microsoft, si ahí hay una ganancia de un billón, pues entonces nosotros queremos ver de ese un billón que hicieron de ganancia este, I mean, lo, lo hice mal. El revenue, que son todas las ventas, ellos hacen una ganancia y esa ganancia lo que estamos haciendo con el IPS es distribuyéndola por cada acción. So, si hicimos un billón de, de ganancia y hay un millón de acciones, that means que 
hay un poquito más de... Tú divides, exacto, tú divides, tú divides un, un millón, millón sobre... entre un millón y te va a dar el IPS. Sí. Eh, uh -huh. ¿Me entiendes lo que te digo? So, ¿qué estamos diciendo con esto? Este es un indicador de profitability, de, la, de rentabilidad, de, de, del hecho de que la compañía esté haciendo dinero. Si esto es número EPS, ustedes lo ven, y es positivo, lo que está indicando es que tuvieron un tipo de ganancia. O sea, están, en otras palabras, en el verde. Si es un número negativo, están en el rojo. Miren que perdieron dinero en el, en el momento en que hayan reportado esos números. Aquí hay algunos key takeaways, earnings per share, ¿verdad? lo que acabamos de discutir. EPS indicates how much money a company makes for each share of its stock. And it is a widely used metric for estimated, estimating corporate, corporate value. A higher EPS indicates greater value because investors will pay more for a company's shares if they think the company has higher profits relative to its share price. EPS can be arrived at in several forms. So, hay muchas maneras de llegar a estos números, pero lo que quieren decir es que con un higher EPS, meaning un número positivo mayor, los inversionistas son capaces de pagar más por esa acción miren que la podrán hacer más cara, por eso vemos esos incrementos en esos números. Y lo mismo ocurrirá si es viceversa. Si hay malos earnings, pues los inversionistas estarán menos dispuestos a pagar un precio más caro por esa acción si pues, no está produciendo los resultados. Ahora, lo que es earnings, right? What is earnings? I mean, earnings, mira mami, eh, revenue. What is revenue? So, revenue is sales, essentially. And I don't have to look this up, or you can look it up in Investopedia if you want. Man, the revenue son las ventas, o lo que ellos producieron. I mean, o sea, lo que generaron de lo que producieron. Meaning, yo producí, en este caso, Microsoft producí un millón de Xbox. El revenue de mi Xbox, eh, vendí el un millón de Xbox a tal precio y cobré 300 millones, ¿entiendes? So, de ese ser el caso, pues mi revenue son 300 millones. De ahí se descuentan, se descuenta todos los gastos you know, operacionales, etcétera, digamos al net income y ahí vemos si tenemos earnings o el EPS, ¿entiendes? So, por eso las dos se llevan a la pal y siempre se reportan That's essentially what we mean by this, guys. On earnings, we're reporting if the company was profitable and how much money it made during that quarter, right? How much mm -hmm. sales, you know? So that's essentially what's going on. As I said, the, the intricate part here is there's fundamentals discussing a lot of these calls. And... They talk about, you know, in, whether it's increasing users. Um, the, the, the current status, right, or current health of the company, etc. I'm trying to look at a potential review here of, you see, for example, here. I'm going to stop. Tech earnings Alphabet posts huge beat. AMD sales, as you see, Outlook leads semiconductor stocks higher. So it's not only the fact that these earnings could have a positive or negative effect on the stock per se, but it could also have a positive or negative effect on other stocks that are in the same sector. What do you think about that, Diego? Do you want me to be honest with you? I'm scared to answer that question. <laughs> do you want me to be honest with you? You know, every podcast I got to zone out, so I, <laughs> I was zoning out. What was the question again? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Every podcast, man. Every single episode. Every single episode. Públicamente estoy solicitando un nuevo podcast. What was the question again? No, not, nothing. I was just discussing the fact that the, the here, for example, the headline says Alphabet, que is the parent company of Google, posts huge beat on the earnings, as we saw. And AMD, which is another company that reported the sales outlook, meaning the, the potential sales that they see for next quarter, helps lead the semiconductor stocks higher. So I was talking about how earnings may not, may not only have an effect on the stock that's reporting per se, but it could also have an effect on other stocks that are in the same industry or, or in the same sector yeah because they they so think about it amc is a semiconductor computers you know every, everything is nowadays needing a chip even cars every single car everything everything that's technological is needing a chip so if amd is saying hey for next for next quarter let's, let's put it like that for next quarter we're going to have these many sales. That means that they're going to be selling to those companies. Those companies are going to have semiconductors or um, fans, um, not fans, sorry, graphics cards, chips, you know, just to make their products. And, you know, it's a, it's an ongoing chain. It's an ongoing chain. Now I wanted to do a side note. That's really weird that they're saying that they're going to be sales. Maybe. I think not in, I don't think in product, I think it's more on, on money. You know, they're going to ramp up the prices and of course, but it's, it's really weird. because you have to see the other day I saw an article saying that the semiconductor, the semiconductor chips, um, that supposedly they're like super scarce now. Like it's so hard to find a, a chip now or, or, you know, semiconductor semiconductors. It's super hard now. So how are you telling me, which this is something that you have to um, watch and, you know, once you go into the company, into the um, the fundamentals of the company, you know, what their spreadsheet is and their balance sheet and all that. And you go to the SEC um, filings, uh, filings and everything like that. You have to see. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking in Spanish and English. Okay, I'm sorry about that. But um, you have to see that, you know, there's a chip shortage and now they're saying that they're going to be sales. How is that even possible? Well, oh. let's talk about the fact that there was supply chain issues, right? And obviously, I mean, it's even worse now. It's been, it's even worse now. Well, it's been going no, on there, for there a was while. A, it's been going on I, for a while. And I, 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 we, let's go into it, right? Once we finish this episode today, let's go into it. Let's do some research. Let's bring it back to the users, to, to the listeners, and, and talk about it more in-depth with yep. them, the current status of the supply chain issues and semiconductor crisis, basically. But, I mean, let's understand it, right? Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a crisis forever. And the fact that it's been going on for a while, you may see it as, wow, it hasn't been solved yet, but it could also be seen as the fact that mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it's working to be resolved. So I'm and, pretty and just, sure we're closer to ending the crisis at least sooner rather than mm -hmm. later is what I mean, right? And just like you said about, about um, how things affect other companies, that actually affects other companies. Let's say they do not... Um, But uh, now that you talk about it, but let me interrupt you for a second before you continue. Mm. AMD reported 90.92 EPS versus 0.76 estimate. That's a surprise of over 21%. Wow. Likewise, they reported oh. a surprise revenue of over 300 million or 6%, 6.7%. So I mean, that's they, a good reporting. You, you you get a, a freaking graphics cards for like a thousand dollars like yeah. 
Like, there's no excuse. You cannot fail. You cannot so, miss your EPS, okay? So, currently right now, um, let's see. I would say in the previous previous couple of days, you know, semiconductor chips, yeah, they, they have gone up a bit. Let me check Intel here for a second. Yeah, AMD, Intel up, especially Intel also up today. Uh, they reported on the 26th of January, and they also reported good numbers. A surprise EPS of twenty over 20%. The expected was $0.90. Cents. They reported over $1.09. So, you see, the I'm guessing these these, not only these surprises, but the i would say the hype in a way is the outlook right the the potential outlook of the fact that once this conductor crisis goes away it's, it's, it's at least the numbers are going back up you know the the demand is there right the demand is still there is what i'm trying to say the demand is still there so i think it would be worse that not only there's a semiconductor crisis, but that demand starts to fall for some reason. It's not going to mm -hmm. fall, you know, because nothing, right? It's going to fall because mm -hmm. of some reason. So if that were to happen, I I see it as not happening. But if it happened, it'd be interesting to see what's that alternative to solving it, right? So Yeah, and in your now... can. Can I go back or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So going back now to um to what we were talking about, this is important, right? Because many companies, it's a chain. Many companies are gonna, you know, get affected by this. And depending on what you want to, you know, do in the market, at least for investors, a timeline of earnings is really important to see. Uh, in what company you're going to invest if it's actually worth it or if it's not yeah you know you can you can't just go into a company you remember when um you know we started learning about like fundamentals and and you know how companies before that we used to just oh my gosh put our monies into anything like yeah. there was a new water company that you know supposedly was going to create water into crystal and, and you know we were like oh my god what an invention and we just pop put our money in there all of a sudden you know we're like wow the stock is going down you know and and, and you even wow. have people like yeah you're like wow the stock is going down i wonder but it was because you know people even like people like peloton that invested in peloton hmm. you know <laughs> i know right bendito <laughs> You know, that that's why it's important to go into the timeline. We started learning that, oh, wait. So for five years, you know, an example, for five years, their cash flow has, go has been going down. They're in debt. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? And every, you know, every earnings, we're like, oh, my God, mm -hmm. this company is trash. Yep. You know, so this is for investors, at least for investors. This is really, really important. But, um, you know, now they're going to be like, but what about the traders, ATL? So for traders, it's different. Um, one time we had a live with um, one of our good friends, Sam. Um, he gave us a good pointer. Um, a lot of times, well, things are changing now, but usually many investors, they stay away from earnings. Yep. Because it's priced in. You know, up to a certain point, it's priced in. Um, you know, of course, you, it, it goes to what it is. But, um, you know, in the sense that if you have a company that just, you know, had an exorbitant amount of revenue, of course, it's going to blow up. But most of the time, just like you remember, you remember when you were looking at Apple and you were like, Wow. <laughs> the expectations of Apple, they're like, I don't know, to a certain point, I think that, that they were like, oh, you, 
they they were lowering their prices. That's what I mean. They were they were like lowering their their um like their stock just so they can have like a big boom. And I feel like oh, that's what mean, happened. You mean that's what you, we talked about? You mean what we yeah, talked about that they lowered expectations a couple of weeks before reporting, yeah. And then we went from like 150 to like 170. I'm like all right, Brandon. That 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 makes a lot of sense, yeah. you know. So, so yeah. to a certain point, it's it's kind of priced in, you know. I think mostly um, a trader should look after earnings. Yeah, you know, now that things are calming down, and now that you already know what what happening earnings, that you're like, oh, okay, so PayPal, you know. Um, had like like low users in PayPal, so let me you know uh, at least for me, I was I was trying to look into um you know what would happen. I'm not gonna do this, of course not. But I was like, wow, what if you know with the demo account? What if? Oh, and Amazon reports tomorrow, by the way. Anyway, continue. Oh, awesome! I was like, what if in a demo account I play around, see what's gonna happen with PayPal? You know, demo after account. I see the fundamentals. <laughs> I'm not gonna, of course, I'm not gonna, you know, um, trade that, but, um, you know, just to see, feel it out. Um, cause it could be, it can be, you know, for many, it's a, it's a call, you know, for many. Not for, I mean, that's my opinion, not for me. I still don't know what's going on, you know, but, um, you know, it, it, it's something, it's something interesting. Now, Amazon is reporting tomorrow, you said? Amazon is reporting tomorrow. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Tesla already reported. They reported good. Um, Apple already reported as well. This is what we mean. Apple reported $2.10 versus $1.90. That's a 10% surprise. They w <laughs> This is, look at these numbers in revenue. $123 billion. Basically, one hundred twenty-four billion dollars in revenue. And oh, wow! The estimate was one hundred nineteen. That's a four percent. They cut it. That's they could have paid off. That's they could have paid off the debt in Puerto Rico. They could have. They could pay off Puerto Rico and build a plant there, and everybody live off working for <laughs> Apple. <laughs> That's true. That's anyway, true. I think what happened to Tesla before you keep on going? Tesla, Tesla reported good. Tesla, Tesla did a seven percent surprise in EPS and a three percent mm -hmm. surprise in revenue, and these are based only numbers, right? If you look at these numbers, you want to go into detail, try and find out what happened in that call. You can also go into investors' relation, and you'll see the earnings report there, so you can actually read through it more in depth, not from a a, a news source, but you can read through it in depth so for example let's see tesla investor relations so i'm giving you the t guys this is how you do your due diligence as you can see you're gonna see here look at this you can listen to the call q a you can even see the sec filing and this is all tesla.com they have to do this for their shareholders and you can download a deck for example this is a powerpoint basically you can see here Q4 and four and forecast or for year 2021 or fit. I mean, Q4 and fiscal year 2021 update. This is totally deal. You can see here the highlights and everything. This is all made by them. This is crazy. This is like you're reading through the PowerPoints that they present themselves and you have everything here. So you see, you see these numbers all, all by yourself. You can read through it. This is all made directly by them. This is not edited by you know any news source and you can really go through it find out what is it that your company is reporting and if if they're potentially being set up for the future so i feel like i i needed to to get this topic out of my chest because earning season is going to happen quarterly right <laughs> man you love this we've talked about earnings so many times yeah, we've talked about it briefly in some episodes. We've <laughs> talked up, we talked about it in the live, but I don't know. I, I say I feel like people when when we if we're trying to talk about it, a veces hablamos tan enredado, right? We talk about it so fast that 
maybe new listeners are not up to date with what this is or why is it important right why do people cover earnings and and why is this so well i just wanted to get that out of the way right and as you can see i feel we, we touched a good i just noticed that intel has a 2.98 percent dividend yield which is nice I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um so nada Etiel, si tú te quieres despedir con algo. Sí. Este... Compren HPQ. No, 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 me acaso. <laughs> Mira, muchacho. Don't say that. <laughs> We're gonna get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um... Wow, for the first time, I actually don't have something to say. Because I know sometimes I'm like holding back, holding back all of a sudden. You know, I just say everything in a single sentence, but... Man, for the first time, I don't have anything to say. Cause <laughs> honestly, earnings were, I don't know, earnings this, this week, it was weird. I remember last year, earnings week, this, you know, like this year, this quarter, we can say this quarter. This quarter was packed, bro. Everybody was like, oh my God. There were so many companies um, reporting. There was so much commotion everybody's like oh my god like let's see what's gonna you know we got apple annette we got this that it was so many companies um and of course they're gonna be i believe they're gonna be kind of the this year of course um by the same time but i think it's because we're already like we're not getting off the pandemic but we're already getting used to it Yeah. So you know, and and then the feds, you know, they they teased up teased us with the rake the rate hikes and all that. So you know, maybe it was not that filled of commotion. You know, people are also expecting like a crash. You know, look at look at PayPal. Like everything's already fumbling, um, which I think they needed a twenty five percent dip, honestly, because the PE was going the PE was crazy. I think they had like a like a 50p something like that right? i think it was even more um i i honestly don't remember i knew it was great no uh paypal oh paypal yeah so you know it was kind of healthy for them they kind of needed that <laughs> but um yeah if you know if we if if we get to see this um it, it's it's been it, it's it's been something i it, it's It's starting off. It's it's a year that's starting off kind of, kind of crazy. Yeah. And for the first time, I'm not down. <laughs> I'm not down. I remember by this year, I was like, "Wow, Broke. I just got wiped out." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, I just lost the house." <laughs> no, but I agree. Yeah. With you. I agree with you. I feel like we are getting. I guess slowly past the pandemic in the sense that yes since we're getting used to it you could say que como quien dice la estamos superando because we're basically moving on even though it continues to bother us right so that's Bro, in you a remember way, a good sign you know Brandon you remember when um like a year ago they were like oh um There's these many cases of of COVID, uh, people with COVID, like like that used to rally up the market either to plunge it or to uh, to rally it. You know, it, it was it was something crazy. Now you don't see you don't see uh, at least I don't see any news at all. They're just talking about the rate hikes. Yeah, and everything is about the rate hikes. You can see now that you know things are fumbling apart. Like, look at well, our first victim, which was supposed to fall along to Miguel Peloton. Goodbye. Yep. Um, and now PayPal, um, banks earnings. Oh my god, that that was kind of horrific. I think there was only two banks, if I'm not mistaken, that um that had good earnings, if I'm not mistaken. But banks were like. I think if I'm not mistaken, they were passing their debts or, or like you know, people were not I like mean, banks. I, banks. I don't even remember. Lo, lo ejecutivos de los bancos de la firma, los banks. They, mm. I think, for the first time in a while, they 
they got paid their bonuses or i mean they it's not like they have to get paid bonuses but they got bonuses this last year you know what i mean so in a way i mean unless that they don't give us a, a crap um they they got that bonus anyway but if though they're getting the bonuses that they're getting which in average is it was between 15 to 30 million bonuses then yeah i think um at least something is getting better you know but i feel like a good way to end this would be that the intelligent investor in these moments is the one that is enjoying the ride in the sense that he's looking at the opportunities that are currently present for the long term and taking advantage of the short-term opportunities that are being present with the volatility right careful mm -hmm. obviously proper risk management and risk tolerance but given those check boxes then you're basically set up in a way right so i think that it's been a good week it was a good week for us we hope it was an even better week for you guys thank you for being present with us tonight again thank you at the thank end you. as always for zoning out um and <laughs> every episode that's gonna be like my trait now i'm just gonna zone out every episode now yeah i mean that's gonna be just a habit of it you yeah. know it, it, it's been uh, how many episodes do we have out oh, uh, this is gonna be our fifth or sixth one so for the sixth time yeah. in a row i've zoned out yeah don't worry like, people uh, i take uh, it uh, off his paycheck <laughs> He, he doesn't get paid that hour he sleeps in the podcast. You know? <laughs> oh, my anyways, God. thank you at the no, end. Thank no. you, people. Thank you, people, for being here. Um, thank you very much. You guys know what I always like to use for closing, and that's keep doing what you do best, guys. Keep learning. Most of all, keep investing. This is Brandon with the Money Jam podcast. Peace out. <laughs>